Hello and welcome to Must Do Disney with Adventure is Out There Travel. I'm your host, Stacy. You know, there's a lot of things in life that you must do, but there's only a few of those must do's that you really want to do. And that's why we're here today. We're here to take you all around the Walt Disney World Resort, park by park, with Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at AdventureIsOutThereTravel.com, and show you what's hot and what you must do right now at Walt Disney World. We can explore concierge-level service, find discounts, and even hit the triple mountain whammy. Wham! 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 This is Must Do Disney. Let's go! That was painful. Whammy. That just reminds me of, um, what was that show? Uh, Anchorman? <laughs> Whammy. Whammy. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and time to sa- slather on that sunscreen, and let's hit the Disney water parks. I mean, uh, crank up the three o'clock parade. <laughs> oh, my God. You, you want me to tell you a terrible sunscreen story? <laughs> Bring let's, it. Let's, let's start off with the bang. So two weeks ago, I went to the beach with a friend of mine. And she convinced me that it was a good idea to not wear a t-shirt. And uh, I'm a big, giant, fat guy with man boobs. So I literally have a sunburn where my belly looks like uh, a three ball from billiards. Uh, <laughs> my man boobs are also super red. But I have a basically, like, basically a white bow tie across the middle section that didn't <laughs> get tanned. Um, because I didn't wear enough suntan lotion. So, or not, or sunblock, so... And you were sitting. Oh, yeah. I was sitting. Well, we bought beach chairs. Oh, uh, yeah. Costco had a really great deal on beach chairs, by the way. $11. That's awesome. Yeah, they were nice. But... So, <laughs> Skipper's got a unique... Uh... Yeah, I thought about t- like replacing my picture on uh, my belly button picture with a sunburnt belly button picture, but it was, <laughs> it was too terrible Please. for that. Thank you for sparing <laughs> us. You bet. Uh, Damn it. Well, welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. That... Tan man is Skipper Dick Ritchie from the West Coast. The woman yelling, damn it, that's Rhiannon. Well, I just realized that in my drunken epic Tsum Tsum purchasing over the weekend, I bought two that I already have. Ooh, which ones? Maybe I'll buy them off of you. Um, the Frontierland Goat and Bagal. I actually was gifted the Frontierland Goat. Damn it. Mm. And I don't, I don't really care about and I just cut the tags off, too. Oh, well. Big Al is the one with your big tower that you took a picture of that I totally jumped out at me as one that I really want. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Probably buy it off hmm. of her if you really want it. Interesting. She's like, it's probably worth close to $35 right now. Go ask Mrs. D&D if you can spend $5. Oh, I was going to say 40 but okay. <laughs> Go ask Mrs. D&D what? If you can spend $5. Oh, she's not. She's not too. But she's always down to buy stuff. She's always down. Okay, always down. Uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie. I noticed several pictures of you over the weekend. Uh, one a in a ridiculous uh, porn star mustache, and the other one uh, looking good. Very svelte, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, was this the week that you don't wear any shoes all weekend? No, that was not a no-shoes weekend. That was a oh. Tiki Oasis weekend. What's the difference? Which one? Uh, no-shoes weekend is just when I decided to take a four-day weekend and for some reason oh. decide I'm not going to wear shoes that entire weekend. So I tend to just lounge around the house and drink by myself or if I can get you know, one of my friends to come over gotcha. and drink with me. Um, but today has mostly been a no-shoes day except for when I walked over to that sweet Mexican restaurant to get margaritas. 
Um, sorry, I'm getting a text from Rianne, and she she's she's embarrassed. She wants me to ask, "Are you wearing pants right now?" Uh, That's you don't a need blatant to blatant lie. And no, I never I never wear pants on this fucking podcast. <laughs> are you call Are you calling me a liar, Rianne? That that you did not text me that? Yeah. Yes. You know how oh. I know she's a liar. Egregious she, liar. Yeah, you know how I know you're lying, Trunky. Why? She has a live feed to me, not wearing pants right now. <laughs> oh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. So Tiki Oasis looked fun. Yeah, lots Tiki of live Oasis. videos. Skipper to Gritchie, if you, you missed them. Yeah. Um, where is that? Is that there in San Diego? It's it's here in San Diego. It's um, if you think D twenty three, if you think Comic Con, but instead of being all that other nerdy stuff, it's just Tiki stuff. And it's actually the world's largest tiki, I don't know, convention or weekend getaway or whatever. So it's Thursday through Sunday. Uh, the first night is the, at the Bali High. And then the rest of the week is at this uh, Crown, Crown, I don't know, whatever, Crown, Crown Plaza Hotel that used to be really heavily tiki themed. And it's lost a little bit of it, but they still have a lot of like the... You know, they have the giant, like, Easter Island heads and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been going there for years. So uh, it, it's really cool. The first night at, at Belly High is all, like, concerts and everybody's dressed up to whatever the theme is. And, um, you know, just tons of drinking, which is awesome. And then the rest of the time is at this uh, convention hotel that's that's tiki-themed. But they what's really neat is... A lot of distilleries or bars or businesses are just people. Um, they rent out all the rooms and then they move all the furniture like out of the way, like into a corner or they just tell the, they tell the hotel like to store it somewhere. And then they make the rooms into like little makeshift bars. And they'll put up posters throughout the day and be like, okay, from 1230 to 3, uh, we're having, you know, our room party. And usually whenever you go to a room party, all the drinks are free. So, Man. Yeah, so they have uh, they have room crawls is what they call it, <laughs> and uh, this is, yeah, this sounds like a much nicer version of the uh, NASCAR infield. Oh yeah, no no no, there's no it's, it's not white trash. So it's, it's, it's a good. dumpster. Yeah right. <laughs> there's no dumpster fires. There's no chance of meeting a Trump supporter. It's it's really good. Oh, it's not like NASCAR at all. It sounds like heaven. Yeah no, it's awesome. Everybody's super like nice and friendly, and uh, literally like. Um, one of the, one of the best, and it wasn't even a room party because these people didn't have a room. What they did is they rolled up with their own little like patio bar that looked, you know, semi tiki. And they just rolled it into one of the cart courtyards between the buildings and just set it up. And they put up, they were doing, uh, martinis and Manhattans and, um, they just started serving people drinks and they yeah. weren't, they wouldn't even accept tips. Like, that's not what it's about. They were like, we're just here to have a good time. Um, we want to make sure everybody else have, yeah. is having a good time. And they just served alcohol until they ran out. And it wasn't like they only had, like, you know, one bottle. They, uh, they had an ice chest that was just jug after jug after jug of, uh, of drinks. And, Man. yeah, it was, it was, I mean, it's really cool. It's just, uh, you know, it's just a lot of people that with, with the same silly, tiki, fun time interest. Yeah. Taking care mm-hmm. of each other, so it was yeah, like it's it. good. It's a good time. I like it. Definitely hit that. This is also the one. Speaking of that, it's the one year anniversary of me going to California for the wedding. Just uh, oh, I don't want to talk. And about ignoring it. Skipper. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I didn't want to bring. Did not ignore. Did not ignore. No, no, no. Unable you, to you visit. Totally, you coaxed Jordan. Yeah, Unable sure. to visit. 
yeah. missed, mm-hmm. not ignored, missed. No, you're no. Well, it's just you chose other people over me. Is it was their fucking wedding? I don't care. Obviously, I don't give a shit if it was their wedding or not. They're you're <laughs> saying that they were more that they were more important than visiting me. That that's not what I'm saying. It that's is exactly not what happened. You went. Not. You went and hung out with other people in California instead of me. Son of a bitch! You brought it up. I'm just sitting here mm-hmm. drinking rum. Yeah, but you're just—you're the one who's mischaracterizing it. Oh, I don't—I'm not mischaracterizing. I anything. was saying it as a terrible weekend where we missed connections, and you're turning it into an act of meanness. No, speaking of not being mean, though, this year's mm-hmm. theme at Tiki Oasis was international spies, which doesn't really lean towards Tiki, so it was kind of awkward. Like a lot of people didn't know what to do, and uh, that's why I was wearing a mustache. I went, oh. I went to uh, Party City. Pretty porn. Well, it, it did look a little pornish, but the funny part I thought is... thought it was mariachi-ish. But. Well, that works too. What it really was, was I bought the party pack of kids' uh, party favors of the Mario and Luigi mustaches, if, if you want to throw a Mario and Luigi <laughs> no, party. Nice. But I wore them upside down, because theirs are like, like if they're always smiling, like in a perpetual smile... And it just looked weird, er, yes, than looked I very cool. the one that I was wearing. So yeah, I put it I put it upside down, and I had a ton of them with me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. If you want random girls that you don't know to come and talk to you, wear a fake mustache. I, I oh, could not stop. Noted. Yeah, holy shit, it was crazy. I was all like, "What's going on? Why are all why are all these girls talking to me?" And it was a fake hey. mustache. And I got to put fake mustaches on girls and all over the, like, you'd be surprised where girls want fake mustaches applied to their body, especially after sure. they've had a few, you know, drinks of rum. It was great. Great. So, That's yeah, a good that tip. Was, yeah, man. From the three o'clock parade. Trust that's me. your romance tip. Yeah, of I, the almost, day. I almost got to play just the tip based on that tip. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about another gathering that happened over the weekend. Um, Rhiannon came to Walt Disney World. And let's just talk about the fact that she chose, out of all the people in the world, to share her final great movie ride experience with. She... Kristen. Mr. Monkey. Steve. Drunky, I'm going to ride it with you. Mm, And we shared an experience... John Amanda. ...of the final great movie ride. Couple of small Uh, children... Yeah, but basically, pretty much just she and I wrote it. No. Pretty much. Pretty much. It was a magical experience. Uh, we got the gangster scene, which was very cool. Were they even very, doing the cowboy scene? We we did gangster. Right. Well, that's what I was asking. Did they even do Yeah, it? I don't. I do not know. Did in front of us. Yes, we were the second car. Okay. Well, no, I wasn't sure. Yes, we were the second car. So uh, they did. It was full, packed the whole day. It was yeah, very busy. It looked like it. Yeah, it was super fun, and uh, and uh, the uh, we had a really good tour guide, so it was really fun. And and here's yeah. the, it really did make me say like, man, I kind of wish this was sticking around. <laughs> yeah, that I am actually like that's how come like the last two shows, uh, kind of like the ending music and the titles were really heavily themed towards that because that's actually one of my favorite rides at Walt Disney World. I'm legitimately bummed out that it's gone away and that I didn't get to see it one more time. Like, yeah. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, and it's it's funny because when we were there over that weekend, we almost didn't ride it 
we talked about going and we were like, well, we can go get drinks. And I was like, no, come on. Like, I really want to. So I was happy that at least we did that in March because that's the only yeah. thing we rode the entire time we were at the park. But, uh, right. but yeah, I love Grapefruit Ride. It really is the end of an era. I mean, that is really the final, uh, I guess I would have to say, I guess uh, Indiana Jones will be the final, like we make movies. Here's how you make movies thing, I guess, will be Indiana Jones when it uh, eventually closes in the next, what, three years, I would assume. You think so? You think it's going to go away? I think it's there right now just to uh, have something to take 3,000 people every every hour and a half, you know, off the streets. <laughs> uh, I do think it's going away as a, because the, the, the park doesn't make movies. It's not a, here's how we make movies park anymore. So uh, that's the last thing. That's the last thing standing of here's how we make movies. So I think, yeah, absolutely. It's gone. Um, once this uh, toy, st- possibly when toy story land opens and, and who knows, I feel with the, you know, they've already talked about making the next Indiana Jones movie. It's like, Spielberg's on board. Harrison Ford and his hand are on board. Yes. Yeah, right. So I almost feel like they have to keep some sort of Indiana Jones thing going. Um, I could think of a new one they could add. Oh, yeah, tell exactly. me more about the ride you'd like to take. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think Indiana Jones will go away. I just think the Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular will have a final curtain call. Um, for some reason, this rumor p- bubbled up over the last few days of uh, the, the Rhiannon's favorite Disneyland ride uh, after Mr. Toad's, the Indiana Jones ride coming to animal kingdom, um, which makes, you know, Is that the- I don't buy that for a hot second, but I, I think something along those lines, Indiana Jones coming to Hollywood studios makes uh, complete sense. Was that as the, the place- um, the rumor that dinosaur was closing and they're just going to replace it with Indiana Jones. Yeah, that, I mean it's a it's a that's a rumor I I put very very little uh, uh, makes it's, it makes zero sense to me. So well, no, I but mean is- if you think about it, if you retheme the entire area away from dinosaurs, well, the I'm problem is that. the problem is that it's not long it's no longer an animal theme at an animal themed park. Yeah. You'd have to figure out how to like make that, unless they just made that whole thing like uh, India, but there's already an India type, like it's on the wrong yeah. side of the park for that. So. Cause yeah, that's I, just, yeah. I just don't think, uh, well, somebody, uh, it's not, well, uh, Indiana Jones and Dinosaur share the same ride vehicle and ride system. It is not a scene for scene replica of the ride with just different props it doesn't that's not how it works <laughs> the track is pretty close to being the same they, they, they have the spots for like isn't there like a couple big really big rooms yeah um, yeah i mean i i almost want to say like you go through the toaster oven and then you make the sharp left turn which the toaster oven here is seeing the eye of mara and then you make the quick left turn and that goes up the steps where indy is at the top which is the same place where the like raptor is and the comet comes down. And then you make a yeah. quick left. And I don't remember where this, that where the, like you go down and they're like, come Sarnesis. Yeah. Um, I, I really, I, I would have to see if, if it was, I really don't think it's a step-by-step exact same. I'm, I, so just, it's it really it, I'm just not buying this rumor at all. 
Oh, no. Zero. I, don't, I don't believe the rumor. But I will say that the tracks are, if they're not exactly oh, similar, sure they're then similar. they're super yeah. close. Right. I'm sure they're similar, but it's not It's not like literally let's just switch the props and make it Indiana Jones. Like, I just don't see that happening at all. Oh, anyway. No, it wouldn't be enough to just switch the props. Like, you'd have to redo a whole ride. But oh, yeah. it could go, makes no sense to you me. know, uh, a different way. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you could you could basically make it the same idea where you're in that car driving around and, uh, you know, you just have a different adventure. Yeah. But I'm, uh, anyway, I'm currently making a I drink. support anything Indiana Jones. I'll yeah, bet you would I think support every, it. I think most people do on that, so... Anyway, bottom line is, uh, Rhiannon came down for the weekend to spend time with me. And no. uh, <laughs> anything else of note this weekend uh, on your visit, Rhiannon? I went in a helicopter. Oh yeah, I saw that. Was it with Launchpad? No, it wasn't. It was with uh, Scrooge McDuck. Um, yes, two bucks, Steve. Two bucks, Steve. Okay. That's Scrooge McDuck. Oh, okay. In, then yes. Oh, you haven't. You probably not caught up with today's Twitter. No. I uh, I took Disney Twitter and equated it to the Ducktales cast. Okay. You're Webigail, by the way. Is we don't have. Yeah, Webigail's great. She's uh, best friends with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Which, by the way, we don't. Well, I. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I I don't think I've watched Ducktales since I was like six, so I really well, don't remember. Ducktales, and it's <laughs> I saw, I saw. It's so good. Just thinking about it right now, I'm getting a little mm, Ducktalesy, if you know what I mean. Uh, also, I'd rather uh, not know what you mean. Oh, you do. Several people uh, this weekend took advantage of something that is being tested at certain Walt Disney World resorts, which is a fifteen dollar a day credit gift card. What? If you don't do housekeeping. $15 a day on a gift card to forego housekeeping. Um, Dizwire took uh, advantage at Diz the uh, there? French Quarter. I love Dizwire. I'm sad. At the French Quarter took advantage. A couple other people took advantage. So that's a, interesting to see if that is something that will expand. Uh, I would totally said, do that. Yeah, $15 a day. Yeah, yeah I Not have bad. no... Uh... I don't need anybody. I don't make my bed at home. I don't need somebody making it when I'm out. <laughs> I'm surprised they started that high. I would thought they'd be like five yeah. bucks. Um, I know there's a hotel. Well, it's about to close. The Hotel Annabella out here across the street from Disneyland. They do that. It's not good if you're only on a one night stay and it's not good for your last night that you're here. But they'll do a $10 credit at the hotel, which you're like, well, what could, I mean, it's not great unless you're going to go have a drink or two. Right. But still, that's cool. I mean, yeah. you know, why not? It's a nice addition. Nice yeah. option. I'm just surprised they started so high. Like you said, like $10, I, they went to fit right to 15 They must really be desperate with, uh, like, labor right now or something. <laughs> uh, housekeeping. Must be pretty desperate for them to jump straight to $15 a day. Um, I guess. Well, I just think you go. You know, it probably costs uh, them less than that to do all that shit. Wow. Ellen's energy adventure, uh, Rian? Uh, we might not have made it on that. Yes. Was it because of drinks? Maybe. And then, it was uh, sort of... Yeah, it was just a... It was a whirlwind day that day. 
Um, it, somehow we ended up with last minute ADR to Monsieur Paul. And so we were kind of like sprinting once we got off the bus at Epcot to the reservation. And then by the time we got out, it was closed. So, oopsie. Whoopsie daisy. Mm-hmm. I think it really is. It is shows that the difference in uh, passion people had for Great Movie Ride versus Ellen's Energy Adventure, which the universe of energy, while it wasn't an original Epcot attraction, like never was. No one ever liked it, basically. <laughs> I liked it, but I didn't have that like attachment like I do nah. with um, the Great Movie Ride. So, of course, it's the one that lasted the longest, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, no one cared. I like the I like the merchandise for both of them, you know the one like yeah, going was, extinct and all that stuff. Yeah, I was sad at how much was already gone. Um, I managed to get, and I'm now actually drinking out of the uh, Ellen's extinct Tervis. Nice. But they were out of them for the Great Movie Ride, um, and they're out of shirts even. So we ended up having to order it online. Yeah. So I have a Great Movie Ride shirt coming. But one of that, the uh, then I heard there were pins at some point. We didn't what? get those. One of the Disney sirens was... hooked me up. Nice. Yeah, she got me the It's a Wrap and Going Extinct baseball caps. I didn't see those. Yeah, they're super cool. Sold out. Who got those for you, Skip? Alan. Yes, Alan. Alan, and not Alan's Universe of Energy. No, no, no. Good, good people we have. Uh, good, good, very good people. Uh. Yeah, the park on Sunday, the last day for Great Movie Ride, was full of people wearing the T-shirt. Yeah, it's Both so cool. Both it was pretty crazy cult following. Yeah, a lot of couples wearing one of each, I noticed. Mm. Yeah. Hey, can I bring up a T-shirt thing that's Disney-related and not at all what we're talking about? What is it? So, in the Star Wars world, there's a really like famous scene where Princess Leia turns to... Han Solo, and she says, I love you. And his response is, I know. Yeah. In the very next mm-hmm. movie, that, that takes place in Empire Strikes Back. In the very next movie, in Return of the Jedi, the tables are turned. He tells her, I love you, and she says, I know, which is perfect. It's, it's a great, like, mm-hmm. you know, between the two movies. My problem is the t shirts that they sell are only the Han Solo, I know. Princess Leia, I love you shirts. And I feel like they should also sell the flip side for, you know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I mean, I don't have anybody right now, but if I did have somebody, I think we would get a set of both. And some days I'd be like, hey, are you wearing the Han Solo sh- or the I Know shirt or am I? Or maybe we would I'm, both wear the shirt. <laughs> we both I'm with you. I know. Yeah, I think it would be cool. I know that Mrs. D at D and I already talked. I mean, nothing. We're good. Don't Whoa. worry. Let's change subjects. I don't want to talk about this anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> fine. Well, fine. We'll move on. <laughs> Express bus. We hardly knew thee. Express bus oh, is done. Come on. How did that? How did that? Really? I thought everybody would figure that once the uh, lift mini mouse our minivans <laughs> came out that that was over. Like that had to be over. Really? I, I, only this is the first time hearing this. It just happened. It just happened. Um, now, the vans could pick you up in those spots to exit. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. That, that would be cool. hell out of here. You just hop in the minivan right here. 
Yeah, we missed a good opportunity for a minivan on Sunday. Oh, the worst! What happened? So we're 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 walking out of brunch at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. First world problem. And let's just mm-hmm. say, for example, it was uh, what was it, about eleven o'clock. It was like noon. No, it was noon on the dot. And we're like and the board. Well, yeah. And the board with the bus times said twelve fourteen. Right. Or something like that. Four, so half of, us, half of us were like, mm, minivan? And then they're half were like, nah, we can wait 14 minutes. So we could have all fit in it. Could we have all fit? We'll be fine. Regardless, the worst. So we're sitting there, and they have the screen that tells you what time it is. 6.14, every minute it just kept creeping up. It'd be like, it was 17, and then it was 18. It ended up being, was it? 31 by the time it finally came? No, it was worse than that. It was like 38. 38 by the time it actually came. So it added like mm-hmm. 20 minutes from what it said. It was the worst. Oh, man. That sounds terrible. At, at that point, you're like, do we get the, the minivan now? I'm like, well, we already wasted 15 minutes. Like, now it seems even worse. Ugh. It was yeah, that's no good. an ongoing argument. It was the worst. Ugh. So... Yeah, like you said, Skip, first world problems, but still the worst. No, no, for sure. Dude, I'm all about first world problems. That's the only problems I got. Skipper to Gritchie. Yes, sir. You're going to want to come to Florida. Oh, I do. Because one man's dream, first off, is not leaving. Mm-mm. They are updating one man's dream. They're now going to call it, uh, what do they call it? Walt Disney Presents. And they are adding the full Star Wars Land model. That we saw at D23? Oh, right. You already saw it. Never mind. No, I still want to go there. That sounds great. Oh, you can sit and explore it for hours. That Just stare at it. That is Run true. your fingers up and down the glass. Mm. I like the thought of that. Find a nice sweet spot and just kind of focus on that for a while. <laughs> They're also going to have the Toy Story Land model in there as well, but, you know. Well, that's what, too. I'm actually, that is cool. the funny thing is that, like, I'm super excited about Star Wars Land, but I know that it's, you know, a year and a half, two years away from now, um, and I've seen a ton of it already, so right now I'm more curious about Toy Story, because yeah. besides the uh, Slinky uh, Slinky Dog ride, I don't know anything about it, like, so I'm excited about that. Well, I, see I-, that. I saw it from my helicopter. Ooh. Oh, that is pretty McDuck. cool. Was Launchpad flying? Yeah. Oh, no, he was not. Rhiannon with the, another humble brag. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was nothing humble about that. Whoopsie. Right? Whoops. Sorry. Um, Skipper Gucci, I wanted to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, last week, we were under uh, intense time pressure. Um, Star Wars Secrets of the Empire virtual reality attractions coming to Disney World and Disneyland this year. What is this, Skip? Uh, sounds see. like basically they are gonna do Disney Quest, <laughs> right? That's <laughs> well, what I was gonna say. It they sounds- should build a place where they could do virtual reality rides and yeah, video games. It'd be so cool where you could play like classic video games and maybe experience <laughs> virtual reality for the first time the way it's supposed to be done. And if there was only a place like that, yeah. they could they open come it all with- over the country and have conventions like. <laughs> Maybe our first one would be in Orlando, and then we could have one in, I don't know, Chicago. <laughs> Sounds amazing to me. 
Oh, this will be interesting. Uh, is this something to get your uh, motor running here? The uh, Secrets uh, of the Empire? Yeah, I think it'll be cool. Like, I, I, I definitely would go do it. I don't know. It depends on how much it is, like, you know, to sit there and wear those goggles. Um, I've always felt like, a, like I'm not 100% sold on virtual reality. I feel yeah. like it's kind of like when you would, uh, I don't know. Do you have a 3D TV? Does anybody have a 3D TV? I do not. So, one of the big... Does anybody? I mean, I'm sure... I, actually, I know for sure a few people that we know do. I know Aaron from LA does, and he loves... Of 3D. course. But uh, my problem with 3D TV, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the Super Bowl as an example. You invite a bunch of people over to your house, and you're like, hey, come over, we'll watch the Super Bowl, it's going to be a great time, or we'll watch movies, it'll be a great time. And then they get there, and you realize, ah, shit, I've only, this TV only came with a pair of 3D glasses. <laughs> so then you're like, well, you know, either two of us watch it in 3d and the other two get a headache from the blurry vision or none of us watch it in 3d. And then why do we even bother doing all this bullshit? Or you ended up spending an extra like 60 or $70 per person on extra, you know, 3d glasses. And I feel like virtual reality is the same way. Like you don't invite people over and be like, Hey, right. let's play virtual reality together because you know, you, your, your system probably supports one or two people at a time. So it takes that whole like, social aspect out of it so unless you want to sit at home by yourself um and play video games which is fine um you know or go to downtown disney and lock yourself in, a, in basically a little like an oversized walk-in closet and look yeah. at your friends digitally instead of you know in the real world man this right. almost looks like real and i'm just like yeah but if you open your eyes the person next to you looks real they're standing right there yeah, they're standing right there i can see them um, it's so, almost like they should build a place at Disney World that's Star Wars, but uh -huh. it's like real, not virtual reality. Yeah, like completely immersive. Mm. Yeah. And um, yeah, that sounds good. No, but I mean, I mean, aside from like my super negative part on virtual reality, I am just excited because I think it would be fun to like step into that world. I just think it'll be like the same thing um, as uh, like the Par Pirates of the Caribbean 3D or yeah. the. Um, Alien Encounter 3D or, you know, virtual reality that they had at Disney Quest where, like, the first time you go in, you're like, oh, this is super cool. And then the next time you ride it, you realize, like, this is super awkward. Like, this thing's heavy to wear on my head and, like, yeah. I can't really look because of the... I think just... it's funny, too. They say, um, experience the sights, the sounds, and smells of Star Wars. I'm like, boy, one thing about Star Wars, uh, it never really looks like it smells too good. Yeah, you're right. I mean, <laughs> what's the... there's a whole line about how, like, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah, everything <laughs> looks terrible. Yeah, like that does not sound like a good thing to me. Cloud City looks pretty sweet, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Cloud City. Obviously. I imagine it smells like cotton candy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. Anything else uh, of note here? Skipper DeGritchie had a Disney bitter last week. Everybody loves Disney bitter. Um, people were really pissed about this, too, that um, they launched a new tour at Disneyland called the Grand Circle Tour Guided Tour. I don't know people are so bitter about that they were so mad yeah they were pissed they're like there's this new tour and all you get to do is you get and you get a donut right <laughs> you get to look at the train and get a donut eighty dollars so first off the only people that are supposed to really ride in the lily bell are club 33 members on their way to club 33 so that's Ooh, really like, yeah yeah the lily bell isn't open like it's not like you can just get there and be like, hey, I want to ride in the Lily Bell. Um, 
it's supposed to be it's it's not something that's open to the public all the time. So the first part is, you know, that's what's cool about it is that you get to ride in the lily bell, and um, and it's not just like you sit and you go on the uh, Grand Circle tour. They, you know, you're on there with the tour guide and they're talking to you about the entire experience. So you're probably getting a lot of like cool inside, you know, Disney trivia and stuff yeah. like that. And then you also get, you know, a little breakfasty coffee and donuts donut uh, on the trip. So, yeah, I mean, you know, is it worth $80? I would pay no. it, but that doesn't mean that everybody yeah. would. But you don't no. have Mm-mm. to. You know, right. well, they have a train tour here, but I guess the difference is you go backstage, I guess, is the big difference. I don't know. I mean, and maybe you do. I don't I don't know anybody that's done it. Um, no. I probably will try to do it, but not until later on. Um, I won't. Be, I'll be at Disneyland not this weekend, but next weekend. But I know I won't be doing it then because uh, the people that I'm going with aren't really like into doing all the extra stuff. But, yeah. Um, but if yeah. only there was an easy way for you to get to Disneyland on a regular basis. I know, right? If only I could take a train directly there and ride mm. a train when I get there. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, this is a breaking news right here. Rhiannon <laughs> is going to spend this weekend with me as well. What? Fucking a! Yes. Going on a hatch. We're having a East Coast three o'clock parade uh, retreat. Where are you guys going? In, uh, it's called Coconut Point, which is a. Uh, Area near Southwest Florida, where uh, near Rhiannon's neck of the woods. In Southwest Florida. Yes, in Southwest Florida, in near Rhiannon's neck of the woods. Whatever. Um, And uh, celebrating some birthdays, and it just turned into uh, the East Coast uh, three o'clock parade universe. So, uh, three o'clock beat reporter uh, Rhiannon, myself. It'll be a uh, three o'clock parade junket. Pray for me. Yeah. Let's see. Does your liver know this is happening? Well, That's what uh, I'm more worried about, is your poor liver. Oh, I know. She'll, yeah, she'll be fine. We'll just, uh, we'll get her some fluids. Um, that brings us to, how about, who's ready for a little Ask Sour Boner? Oh, shit. I mean, I, yeah, no, go. I need to do some Ask Sour Boner homework, though. Ask Sour Boner. Because there's a few boner. that I was supposed to, like, look up information and I didn't, I don't think. Either way. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll start with it. There's a, there's a couple. Man, um, this is the thing what you're talking about. Great Scott wants to know, does anybody know Walt's preferred brands in regards to wine, beer, and spirits? Yes, I, I, I can tell you Scotch right off the bat. He's a Scotch man, but we well, don't know. His, his, favorite, his drink of choice was a Scotch mist, and he would make it with black and white Scotch, which is what they used to make the Scotch mist at um, Carthay Circle, with but as of re as of late they have stopped carrying the black and white scotch and just make it with whatever house scotch they have which is disappointing it um, is i can also tell you not dealing with that but the other thing that uh walt really enjoyed and it's funny he actually would keep a can of chili specifically hormel chili and just plain white crackers in his jacket and uh, a lot of times, that's, that that was his one of his favorite things to eat. He would Yuck. just, he would just Dude, get chili. I actually, and I actually like a little Hormel chili. I'm yeah, not gonna me lie. too. I'm not gonna lie either. I think it's funny when I learned that. I was all like, "Soul, we're soul brothers." I right? Love it. 
Sometimes it's just like, oh, uh, it's just some cheap ass canned chili. Yeah. It's the spot. His favorite dessert was lemon meringue, but he also liked jello. Okay, I'll Any go on that flavor one. with fruit. Uh, what were the other questions that he had? Oh, wine and wine, uh, beer, and spirits were his biggest. Yeah, I don't know about the wine and beer part. I know about all the yeah. other. Like, I have internet stalked Walt as much as a human being can internet stalk a, a person that passed away before they were born. What was his favorite type of... Uh, Note that you didn't say of... any person, period. Oh, no, no, not any... Oh, are you kidding? I've interstalked mm-hmm. you way more than I've interstalked Walt. Fuck. What's Walt's favorite... Uh, what's What was Walt's favorite category of pornography? Uh, I'm not going to comment on that one. Okay. I can say sure that we both were interested in the same thing. Redheads. Furries. <laughs> yeah. Explained a lot. Explained really a lot, is. right? We launched the ready. Let's see. Uh, Park Hopper Ryan has uh, a couple good questions. Uh, with Trebek and Sinise both being pulled, who's next on the pre-show chopping block? Hashtag great question. <laughs> drink. Everybody drink. That's awesome. Uh, I'm going to say Professor. What's his name from Dinosaur? Professor? Well, you've got uh, Dr. Marsh, and then you have uh, Dr. Seeker. Seeker. Seeker's next to go. Grant Seeker, get Grant it? Grant Seeker. Yeah, I think mm. the biggest... I mean, even if they don't get rid of the ride, I feel they need to redo that whole... Oh, I like, love it. I, you're right. It is dated. It is dated. Yeah. But I don't want them to get rid of the toaster oven. I think the toaster oven love, needs to say. love it, though. Obviously, with that rumor, that one's uh, on there. I, ugh. I would be... Dis- I would be much more... Diff- devastated with that one going away than any of these others because dinosaur is part of my history with animal kingdom oh I well, yeah every... i mean i you oh. know what though I, can we just call it countdown to extinction and stop calling it dinosaur i would be all for it mm-hmm. at this point why don't we right it's fine. nobody remembers the movie anyway no no um he has a follow-up though which ride that doesn't have a pre-show deserves a good pre-show Uh, do you guys remember when they tried having one for uh, Space Mountain? They did that like cheesy like oh, <laughs> comedy yeah. show they on did, screens. Like, in the well, it was line. like it wasn't a comedy show; it was like a news channel, and uh, they had Slater doing like yeah. the weather or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, that didn't last, so I'm not going to say Space Mountain because they tried that and it didn't work. Um, I always thought the one ride that I think could use a little more story would be Big Thunder Mountain Railroad because I would love to meet a couple of the uh, proprietors of that train or members of or people that live in the town or something. So I think uh, if they could somehow pull it off for Big Thunder Mountain, I would like that. How about Splash Mountain? It doesn't really have much. Yeah, you have the just the just the paintings on the wall, basically, and then yeah, the, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's I mean, good. It's oh, hard to do this. those because they're so like they take plat pace. I don't know. They take place in a, in the past where you don't have yeah. like you'd have to walk into a flicker show. You know, flicker show. You know, that could be fun. Yeah, right. Welcome to the old flicker show, folks. We're going to teach you all about the great. It'd be like a training video. 
at like a big Thunder Mountain Railroad, it could be a training video for the new employees or something like that. Uh, and it'd be like, be careful when you get on the train. Uh, <laughs> to keep that it at a nice story that this train, that the big Thunder Mountain's haunted. And, you know, whatever. We yep. built this on top. Of, you move the graves. What does he say in Poltergeist? <laughs> you move the headstones, but you left the bodies. <laughs> you left the goddamn bodies. Um, let's see. Kara with a K. Christina, the monster. The monorail uh, challenge. Those champ- are two human. Those are two different humans. Which one is it? Say it early. Right. <laughs> Christina. Right. Has retweeted Kara with a K. Oh. Okay. Kara with a K says, does anyone know if anyone can join the hashtag rum runners? I need motivation to get moving and running again and can't find any. Yes. That was started as a. Not only yes, but Kara with a K is also is already a rum runner. Good. And not an honorary rum runner, but she's on the never ending. Yes. Yes. You got to find, you know. Go to Christina, go to Colin, go to was Dirt Cheap Disney started it. Uh, th- these guys can get you into the chat where there's a private chat, which is motivation for people uh, for their workouts and weight loss and things like that. It's a really amazing group of people uh, that has spawned later on the Fantasy Football League. Um, it's just part of that community that was drawn together and uh, probably the, one of the coolest things that's ever come of this show. I know Skipper Richie is in there quite a bit. Uh, of all the like random like private DMs that we're in, that is definitely the one that I visit more most often, right. just because I like to like, you know, I want to, I want to, I like the support and I like being supportive. So I try to like go in there at least once every day, if not a few days, and just kind of throw in the like, hey, I did my fat walk and I've lost you know so many pounds. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's super supportive. To be honest with you, and uh, and this might sound crazy because I'm still a giant fatty, but um, since we started the Rum Runners and I've been like actively participating, I've actually lost almost a hundred pounds since December. Jesus, I know, right? Wow. Like, that congratulations. Is, well, no, that it, I mean, there's only like amazing. Yeah, except for when you see me, you're like, dude, you're still like, you know, I was at the beach and they were trying to like get me to SeaWorld. <laughs> Yeah, well, shut up. I was like, not there, anywhere but there. I'd rather be beached. Well, I I just think at some point in our lives, Skip, we've realized we're probably not going to be like John Cena physique at some point. But 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 definitely to try to get to a healthier point of view is is obviously important. And that number is so amazing, Skip. And all that uh, means is that you guys are stuck with me even longer. Oh, Derek Bergen, (laughs) I just did it to piss you off. Uh, by the way he's one of the he's the uh e-ticket they're the beetle boys so (laughs) Derek bergen is a d is is a beetle boy so in our uh ducktales disney twitter thing christina retweeted that and said i'm sure lots of people have the same question so good job christina uh because because it's done sort of in this private chat people don't see it going on but the reason it's in there is because it's you know, private stuff. People don't really want to. <laughs> don't always want to talk about it in public. So, but yes, see any of the uh, folks uh, that mentioned, and uh, they'll get you in. Designated Disney dad. Thanks, Very dad. Am- 
for all of us. Gina Torres is the woman who is the new uh, face of Mission Space. They redid the pre-show. Speaking of pre-shows, um, and she was in Westworld. She was in Westworld. How long before Disney goes full Westworld? Well, I read an article today that they're doing a Hunger Games themed park in Korea. So, oh, Jesus. <laughs> could happen. I wonder, like, how would they? If it's just the sets, that would be awesome. They have the coolest sets in Hunger Games. That's true. But like, what could they do? Like, what? I don't I get don't what know. They do there. It is weird. I don't know. Hmm. Um, but remember, we did an we did you talked about it once. There was an article about them making like going for very human like animatronics to possibly walk around the park in the future. I'm like, did they not watch the show? <laughs> yeah. Somebody needs to watch the show before they start <laughs> introducing this into the. Do you guys, in all seriousness, do you see in the next, let's say, fifty years? Walk around characters like let's just say Frontierland because it's uh, you know Westworld walking around and interacting with the guests. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I just I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm a little bit drunk, so I was reading a, a different S sour boner and just answered it without listening to what you were saying at all. <laughs> um, Which amazing. Do you ever see like I do sometimes see like. When they bring out the um, Muppet Labs come out, and I see, there seems their goal is to make these lifelike, standalone walking animatronics, which is basically Westworld, and that is creepy and, uh, but also fascinating and fun. But mostly, I think creepy. it will. Mostly creepy. Like Skipper, you guys got a new Lincoln. When? You guys got a new Lincoln at Disneyland. Yeah, but how? When? How long ago? Like recently, and he's all looks better and everything. Very, uh, very realistic. I'd have to look to see when the last one was because every time they update animatronics, Lincoln's usually pretty quick to get updated because they keep trying to make him more and more lifelike. Um, but I don't know when the last one was. Was it within the last year? I thought it was very recently. Oh, when I like, look that up. Look, yeah, um, speaking of Christina three sixty angel number two. Yeah, this is the, this is the question. I think I just answered. Let- Skipper Gritchie, and we already got the answer, but let me get this straight. Last week, she asked about Pixar Pier, so here she is. Let me get this straight. Pixar Pier isn't anything new. It's just slapping Pixar characters onto existing rides. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Yep. There it is, Christina. Uh, The monster. Yeah, so this says that it was uh, December. Well, the last one was, it looks like December of 2009. So it's been been almost eight years. uh, We're talking about it. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. That West guy, West Kinetic, says if this Twitter often jokes about if Disney does X, we riot. But what one change would finally push you over the edge? I don't want to say because then they might do it. I mean, oh, man, that's rough. Uh, so I can tell you what I'm really worried about right now, and it's not necessarily even a theme park thing, but they have been delaying, and they keep putting it off, the remodel of Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. 
Yeah. And they're expanding it. It's actually going to it's going to become bigger because there's not enough room for all the people currently. And one of the things that I love about it right now is how like small and intimate and the way the bar is yeah. actually cuz it's it's one of those horseshoe bars where you like sit around the bar. Um and the bar is like the major thing within the establishment and it holds the same amount of people as the as Grog Grotto. One of them holds one person more. It's not like one is any bigger than the other. But if they expand it and they lose that, you know, that type of bar where you sit around it and just make it a, like, counter with a bunch of other tables the way Grog Grotto is, um, that would really bum me out. Because the way the bar is right now makes it so much more um, social within the people that are there. Because, you yeah. know, when you're sitting at the bar, you're talking to people that are across the bar, you're talking to the people that are next to you, and it's and the people at the tables are the ones that are kind of like, I don't want to say out of the way, but they're not yeah. part of that, like, cent, you know, the center part of the bar. And I think that might be part of the problem with Grog Grotto, is that Agreed. since everybody's separate, you don't have that camar- camaraderie that you would that you get at a Chanta Tiki bar. Oh, I, I think that's a big part of it. Absolutely. That bar is not very... Uh, discussion friendly. You're very separate from your other patrons. Yeah, which is one of the things that I love about, you know, um, God, I'm, I'm, can't even remember. The Terrace Upstairs, what's it called? Um, Taboo Lounge. Lounge. Is that it has that same kind of bar where people are, you know, they're all sitting at the bar around the bartenders. Yeah. And for some reason, that just makes it feel more social to me. Agreed. Yeah. Yep. yep. Agreed. That's how they made um, uh, Geyser Point. Right. Yeah. Geyser Point is just like that. Geyser Point they made like that. Um, the Boathouse Bar is like that. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the good ones are that way. Um, what would really bum me out, what, what would take me over the edge, What one of my favorite, I love the resorts at Disney. If they ever restricted... Um, going to the resorts for like hanging out and grabbing food and drinks. If for whatever reason they restricted that to where it was not convenient, um, whether you weren't allowed unless you had reservation, whatever, if they did it like that, that would be something that would cause me to become disenchanted. I don't know if I riot. See, think I would never riot. I would just get really bummed out and just stop frequenting as, as, as often. And that would be, What's worse than rioting for me is being saddened by the fact that my favorite places are now gone off my list of places to go. Um, and the other thing would be if um, everybody we, – we always talk about screen rides. If like Disney World became all rides where you sit down in a car and it takes you around and you just look at screens, I'd be done. I, I, I couldn't do that. Like I just that, – I would just figure something else to do than do that. Those are the two things. I don't, I don't think it would become just screen rides. I think that they're really, like, animatronics, I think, are actually, like, a huge deal for Disney. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it would become just screen rides. Right. I'm just saying that's what it would do for me. Like, like I always get into this with Universal folks about, like, because I'll bring up something like the, they're like, the Spider-Man ride is the greatest ride of all time, is what they'll say. And while I get it, if they were all like that, where you sit down and the car rides around, but you just look at screens, like, I don't enjoy that especially one after the other, after the other, after the other, I, it's not a day at the park for me, you know, it just, so that would, that would do it for me. I think Rihanna, it's the Haunted Mansion. That's pretty much it. Oh, oh man. yeah. If you touch that, I would yeah. end you. That'd be the worst. 
Um, Nick Way Mania has a very, very good question. On a show that loves to cuss, how did Fuck Mary Kill become Polly's choice? By blame Polly. Well, well, because Clearly. we're not, we're not talking about fucking a ride. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, what about Harrison Ford's hand? Well, no, but well, that's different. Well, that's a different. major exception. Yeah, like you know. If you ask me which animatronic I had, like, if you want to do an F Mary Kill with animatronics, we can play that game. But, you know, that's that's the fun part about Polly's Choice. Yeah. There it is. But, Nick Way, if you want to send out an F Mary Kill for animatronics, feel free. I will answer that question. What is... The, uh... <laughs> the redhead... Uh, Dislier found the stinky hallway, according to Gabriel the Builder. Um... Why does it always? Why does it stink so bad in Innovations West? I think it's the bathrooms. It has to be right. Yeah. Mixed with the uh, mixed with the syrup from the Coke world. Woof. It's terrible. Maybe that's just All where right. everybody goes to throw away their Beverly. We're gonna start with Rhiannon on this one because Ben Adramade Bowers jumps in with a drunkie's choice. Drink, rebrand, or pour it on the sink. Bud Light, Miller Light, and PBR. Fucking <laughs> A. Rhiannon, which are you going to pour down the sink between Bud Light, Miller Light, and PBR? What are our yes. choices? It's Bud Light, Miller no, no, Light. No, but on the other no, side. No, no, but drink, pour down, and what? Rebrand. Rebrand? Um, all right, fine. I guess I will... Pour PBR down the drain, drink the Miller Light, and rebrand Bud Light. That a girl. There we go. Fantastic. I'm gonna pour PBR down the down the sink. I'm gonna rebrand Bud Light to Bud Zero, <laughs> and then I'm going <laughs> to uh, drink my delicious sweet Miller Light. It's meat and potatoes beer, Skipper to Gritchie. That is a fucking mean. That's a working man's beer. I'm telling you. Cool. Man's beer. The original light beer. That's so good. I actually, I, I, one of my interns when I was uh, working at Disney and she was on the college program, um, her grandfather was the one that came up with the name Miller Light and the way you spell it. Um, and it's and it's because of him that everybody else is like Ally Ght yeah. beer, and why they can only use or why nobody else can use L I T E beer. Yep. Light. Katie Mockler. God damn it, she was hot. Mm. So I'm going to throw out. Is Zackle 12 also hot? Uh, Possibly. I don't know who Zackle Zach- 12 is. Where are we on Zach? This? Well, he wants to know, with all these old classics closing, is there any concern about the Carousel of Progress being next? Oh, man, I would be so mad. I think there is some concern. Depends on how they do the rebranding. But I have an idea. Would you like to hear my idea? Of course. I would like to see the Carousel of Progress updated, but the current finale scene stays 80s, 90s, but they make it, they re-script it so it's very cliched 80s, 90s, you know. And then the final scene is when you go to the next one and the curtain opens up and then now there's screens and the family Skypes in and does a... Fi- final modern scene 
via Skype in the last oh, scene. Oh, Jesus. No, that would be screens. I'm not interested in that. But they have, I don't know what they do. If they could have another stage, that'd be great. But I just think that'd be cool. That they, Rather than try to skip from the 60s all the way to 2017, go from the 60s to the 90s or the 80s, whatever they decide. Yeah, is that then, final scene even anything that go like... Nobody like people still don't really use virtual reality like we talked about. And how often do you talk to your oven? Like all of that shit in the in the final the Alexa. scene. It basically has Alexa now. Well, then they could just change that. It would be like it would be Carousel of Progress sponsored by Amazon. Brought to you by Amazon. Yeah, yeah and then it would be like, hey Alexa, Delivered by Amazon. set the oven to five hundred and seventy degrees, and then the grandma would be like. Holy crap, I'm at 800 degrees. And then Alexa would be like, set oven to 800 degrees. And then the kid would be like, ha, 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 grandma, this virtual reality sucks. But I just beat you by 1,000. Set oven to 1,000 degrees. And then somebody would be like, Alexa, buy that dollhouse. And then she'd be like, I'm going to spend $1,000. And, uh, yeah, I don't think that'll work. I don't think I, think. I think the problem is that we're not even really at the point where they're showing in the last scene anyway. Um. So, but I don't want them to get rid of Carousel of Progress. I love it the way I love Carousel of Progress. Yeah, absolutely. I scared every. I'm scared all the time of that ride. Absolutely, though. To answer this question, be be pretty. Um, Dizwire is on property, and uh, I'm so sad. I'm found, there. I love Dizwire. Yeah, he's the best. He's here with his. He was here over the weekend with his wife, so he was kind of like on a. I didn't get a chance to see him because it's like you know oh, you're yeah, kind of family time. I don't yeah. blame him. At least he didn't use a, a wedding as an excuse. Shut up, Skipper. Mm. Someday, you will have something to do. You're what? I wanted to go. Come on, <laughs> jerk, <laughs> jerk. Uh, but he did find the best creepy Disney resort trifecta he could find. And can you? Can we think of a better one? It's the creepy New Orleans Mardi Gras guy at the entrance to Port Orleans French Quarter. From the yeah. from the rear, the creepy clown from Boardwalk Resort Pool, and the straitjacket from Abracadabra. There's nothing wrong with that straitjacket. I uh, have dreams of it all the time. Is that from your bedroom, Skipper Richie? Mm. No, that's that's um, <laughs> <coughs> Oh shit! I think I killed Drunky. That uh, I think it's tough to find anything creepier than those three. Um, the only thing that's a little creepier are the dead eyes of the daughter in the final scene of Carousel of Progress. <laughs> well, that's Does not a resort creepiness. True, it's also not a resort, so you're right. Oh, we're looking for resort creepy. Oh, so it's going to be tough to beat. Um... The big giant characters at the All-Star, or the Pop Century are a little creepy. Like I always think of them coming no, to life I and mean, destroying stuff. I think this is obvious. I'm not even going to lie to you. That fucking clown at the boardwalk pool is the creepiest well, thing ever. Yeah. So, I don't even know why we're discussing this. Yeah. There's nothing scarier than that. Nope. Dude! Say it, uh, Skipper to Gritchie, this isn't a question, but let's hear about Tiki Oasis. Which you already did, but uh, Ollie, Ollie. Ollie Rage. So, Ollie, Tiki Oasis was great. I feel like everybody needs to come out. Uh, for, actually, Drunkie, if you want to come out, you should come out for Tiki Oasis. I know. Um, I, w- I was thinking that as you yeah, were saying it. But you got to, and and I, you know, I love your your guys' kids. Like those girls are super cool. You got to come out without them though, because oh, absolutely. Because uh, we'll set you and Mrs. Disney up here at the little greenhouse, and because uh, Tiki Oasis, the hotel rooms get kind of expensive. 
but um, you know, we'll go out and we'll just do all the stuff. It'll be it's be so great. much fun. I would love. To. Um, yeah, we went this year, and it was one of the things is that it I always should... this weekend because it's the last weekend before school, which is um, tough. I can tell you. So Tiki Oasis for 2018 has already been announced, and the theme this year is. Um, uh, South Pacific and makes sense. Uh, Isn't that implied? <laughs> well, right. That's what I said. I was just like, that's kind of obvious. Um, but they also announced the dates. Let me see here. The theme of this year's Olympics will be athletics. Athletics. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like August the eighth or something like that. Uh, Sweet. That yeah. is be great. Rhiannon, you might know this. Skipper Grinch, you might know this. Uh, Ali also wants to know, how many mini bottles can you take onto an airplane? Please don't skip. Uh, so technically um, zero, because if they can't no, keep no, opening that's alcohol. That's not true. You're not oh. allowed to open alcohol that's, on a plane. Yeah. You're not it does not say how much you drink. You're allowed to carry it on. Yeah, exactly. You're Whatever to fits it on. Is it a quartz oh, yeah. bag? No, yeah. In my you experience. Can, isn't it eight ounces or something? Or less than so many ounces? No, it's it's less than three ounces, and so you can the dimps are less than three ounces. In my experience, I believe I've been able to cram the most six or seven in as a, a quart size Ziploc. So great, yeah. Thank you, Rhiannon. So cool. Ollie's gonna have a good flight. Shamed at Disney wants to know: other than Stitch's Great Escape, what Disney World attraction needs to close? They've kind of gotten most of them gone now. All the ones that needed to go. I guess so. I would have said possibly the um, Voyage of the Little Mermaid is a little past its prime, just the way it's presented. But we went and it's still a fun show. But um, that would be one that needs to be kind of updated a little bit. Um, the Voyage Little Mermaid is very late 80s um, in its presentation. Um, that's the only thing I can think of. Other than that, it's uh, they've done a lot of that. Um, Derek was asking me about this. Like, what are some other things that are, need to go? And I'm like, they've kind of already gone through all the crap and gotten rid of it. <laughs> it's all been filtered out. Yeah, they filtered it out. Filtered it out. Um, Mr. Monkey just... Throwing it out there, he wants to know over a year and any update with Theme Park Bachelorette. <laughs> when does season two start? Uh, Tom, it's over, dude. I know it's the one year anniversary. <laughs> can we get? Can we just get a quick answer though? Did she just get like? Was she freaked out? Did she get sick of it? Without you know the, talking shit about her, just it's there's no. I will not go into it exactly, and there's oh. not. It would be no talking shit about her whatsoever. No, no, no. I'm yeah, not. I'm not trying to. Was, that's what I'm saying. Without the best Describe it is a break in communication would be the best way to describe it. That's fine, but we're just a break. In communication. It's over. Like it's not coming break back. In- the game's over. <laughs> There's a possibility of someday we'll meet another. The skipper girl. was a finalist. Well, I was one of the last two. Me and I don't even remember who yeah, the other person. Marty. Was. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember who that person. Let's okay. see. I'm not a good human being. Dirt Cheap Disney, this is a good question. He, he put out a poll during his Ask Sour Boner. From memory, can you name all the movie sets 
you pass through on Great Movie Ride and how many movies have you actually seen? 60% of the respondents said they'd seen most of them. Could you name all the sets you passed through, Skipper Gucci? Uh, I mean, you first go in and you do the Busby Berkeley scene. Um, Singing in the rain. No, 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 no. Before that one, the girl, the all the like girls that are like with the. No, buttons. I know. Yeah, I was uh, going next line. Yeah, and then and then it's Singing in the rain, and then it's Mary Poppins, and then you go into the gangster area where they have the um, uh, citizen. What is it? Uh, not most wanted, but. Either public way, enemy, public enemy, right? And then you go through and you see the Searchers with John Wayne, and you know uh, I think it's a good it's bad and the ugly with movie. Clint Eastwood, and then just a regular cowboy movie, and then you do the Aliens movie, and then you do um, Indiana Jones, uh, Our Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then after that it's just the random horror movies with like the Mummy, and then you do Tarzan, and then after Tarzan, Casablanca. And after Casablanca, it is Fantasia. And then after Fantasia, you go into um, The Wizard of Oz. Yes. Uh, the answer is yes, I've seen all of those movies. And I've also seen, I want to say, if not every movie within the like final montage, probably 99% of them. You've seen the movie with the Tower of Flesh? The uh, Oh, yeah, Earth? for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wow. I just can't remember the name of it. Um yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I love, I I love movies. My Some parade, dream, right? Wasn't like something. Yeah, something. Uh, flashlight okay. parade or something. Busby <laughs> Berkeley. It's not flashlight parade. Yeah, flashlight parade. Mm-hmm. Flashlight uh, parade. Um, Rhiannon did not cry during the Great Movie Ride. I'll tell you that. Oh my god, dude. was I supposed to? No. I mean. Okay. Just check. <laughs> Did, I, wish, I should have asked. I really should have asked um, our guest Justin when he was here last time. Uh, I had heard that the Fantasia scene, parade, which came out in yeah, not flashlight. No, but I took like throughout like high school and college, which is probably why I'm on a podcast and not doing something really important with my life. I took multiple. What are you saying? I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> Uh, film appreciation classes, yeah. so it was, you know, it was required to watch a lot of these movies. But they were great. I love them. I love all this stuff. Damn it! Why did you have to bring it up again? Now I'm, now I'm drunk and depressed. Usually it goes hand in hand. <sighs> Thinking of hand in hand. What are you doing later? Crying <sighs> myself to sleep. Yeah, me too. Um. Yeah, what I heard is that the. Fantasia scene where he's, uh, it's, uh, what's the name? Sorcerer Mickey trying to raise and the, the waves up that that whole area was originally designed to be the tornado that leads you into. Oh, wow. Which makes sense. But then they, well, at the last minute they said, well, we don't have anything from like Disney in the great movie ride at all. And so they made that. Fantasia instead. And I think that it makes a lot of sense based on the shape of the room. Yeah. Um, it looks a little bit like a tornado. And I, I, I dang it, we missed, uh, maybe he'll listen or I'll, I'll ask him online uh, if, that, if there's any truth to that according to the, uh, the movie writers. So. Um, universe of Genergy. <laughs> Jen has two ends. 
Which attraction would you have rather been on the final ride through? Universe of Energy, knowing it broke down and you got to walk through, or Great Movie Ride? Great Which would you want to have? Great Movie Ride? Great Movie Ride. Movie ride. I would rather be on the great final great movie ride is all. I heard uh, all the like the the people came out of the back at the end and yeah, I saw that. Well, pl- and that's why I was asking you if they did the cowboy scene because there was not a cowboy in that curtain call. Oh, weird! They came out and bowed, and it was just uh, it was the tour guides and the gangster. There was no cowboy involved. It is weird. I don't know what the first car would have gotten if they didn't get the cowboy because there was people in the first car. So yeah, I assume. I assume. Brian Dean, the Tower Guy 10, uh, possibly first timer. Um, now that great movie ride and energy are closed, can we stop worrying about what will close for the next five minutes? <laughs> no. Nope. Already nope. happened on the show. Yeah. We're talking about it now. We're already scared. Rhiannon, Sarah Grafham uh, was inspired by uh, yesterday by your purchase. It would say she was inspired by Rhiannon. What character would you be unable to resist as a Sumsum? Hers are Yeti and Figment. I feel like she went into the future and heard my answer and then provided that <laughs> as her own. Yeti and Figment, huh? Yeah, I mean, I already missed out on the Cheshire Cat, so. Yeah. yeah. I would like, um, this sounds, uh, Sunny Eclipse would be awesome. Oh, that would be cool. I would like Sunny Eclipse. Something that's a little bit and shruggy from the Polynesian <laughs> would be the two. It'd be hard to make into a sim sim, you know. How how's right. shrug with no arms? I was gonna say that's the hard part because of their shape. Yeah. Because I was gonna say the uh, hat box ghost, but the same thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas figment would be like just a natural. natural how has that not happened shape. yet? I know, right? Nobody, nobody. Cares well. I mean, have they really done anything for Epcot? Because they did the whole um, Magic Kingdom series, but they haven't done anything for the other parks. So, mm-hmm. um, duct tape and beer. Rhiannon wants to know. Speaking of Bachelorette, the Bachelor uh, theme park Bachelorette wants to know with the shocking breakup news. Does this mean there'll be two new candidates for a Bachelor and Bachelorette contest? Would you be interested in a? Would you allow us to uh, do a bachelorette contest with you? See, you're laughing because you already know the answer. The answer is a f- hell no. Yeah. Oh, I would have tried my hardest to win that. Mm-hmm. For some reason, she doesn't I'm believe even, Yeah, right? Oh, I don't blame her. I don't trust us either. Yeah, right. We're the worst. Jimapedia wants to know if on my final journey into the movies, if I finally saw the alien's face... And the answer, and I believe Two Book Steve will back me up on this, who was sitting yes. next to me. Yes, I Holy did. crap. And uh, was it uh, worth it? Were you like, why have I been scared this entire time? It wasn't moving, which made it a lot oh, easier. Dumb. It was just kind of sitting there. Um, That's what fucking worse. <laughs> so, yes, I did see the, uh, the face. And I, I had seen the alien's face like before in pictures. Um, but uh, I did see it for the first time. And... Uh, he was like, come on, man, you got to do it. It's the last time. It's like, damn it, he's right. Um, Bay Lake Spence would like to know. He'd like to say uh, last place in the Rum Runners Fantasy Football League, which we'll oh, have an update shit. on. Just- yeah, we have to do that. Place. Should have to do what as an embarrassing punishment in a Disney park? 
Nothing, just drink. Just drink. <laughs> Definitely uh, last place of the Rum Runners. We'll have to we'll have to come up with something. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. We'll have to. We would could definitely take some suggestions, uh, listeners. Please, uh, uh, SL or us with some suggestions for what should happen to the last place team. In Skipper, your Dean is really good at fantasy football. You're you're going to be in good shape. Oh, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, that's all I got. Speaking of that, major announcement at a press conference this weekend uh, from my team, the Bell Street Brawlers. Major announcement uh, will be forthcoming this weekend. Live, live streamed on the uh, 3 o'clock parade Twitter account. Epcot mm-hmm. Barco wants to know. Let's see what this is. All right. Hang on for a second. He needs Epcot Bar Crawl needs uh, Skipper Dick Ritchie to explain this Twitter thread. Oh, to late- this is the one that I needed to do homework on, and I didn't. All right, here's. I'll just go ahead and quickly run through it. What it is. They're talking about statistics. We at Touring Plans use data mining and gradient boosting models to predict wait times at theme parks. Can I ask why GBMs in particular? I defer to Fred. This is Len Testa now. I spent most of 2015 and 2016 testing other model types as a self-check of what we had. Nothing did better. Catherine Evans. I have only ever used GBMs as part of larger ensemble learners. Holy shit. Is this something that you are familiar with, Rihanna? Your computer You just write the tech manuals, all right? Yeah, I'm not a math nerd. Len Testa, thanks. I have a slide I presented at a UCF data science department talk about alternatives we tried. Fred Hazelton continues, we use TreeNet basically for convenience. We have a GBM for each one. I must sound like the biggest idiot to people that know what they're talking about. I don't even know what the fuck a GBM is. That's what I was saying. I wanted to, like, research this so I could actually give a reasonable answer but one i don't even know like what day was this sent well here's the deal here's what we'll do let's see if we can get fred hazelton the disney stats whiz to send us in an explanation and we can play it on the show or can we can we just call him and make it happen? We call him. Let's see if we let's we'll, we'll work on it this week yeah. to see if disney stats whiz or len testa would be willing to come on, and it's, I, it sounds like oh, Len is going to defer to Fred. Let me see what though. I'm looking at. Let me look at. Okay, we had three plans. Use data mining, Oops. gradient boosting. Don't, don't try. It's bad, Skip. I, I it's bad. I just don't know what GBM is. I defer to Fred. I've only ever used GBMs as part of the larger ensemble. Thanks. Here's a slide I presented at the UCF Data Science Department. Talk about alternatives we tried. Yep. Uh, we've tried. Let's get that in, Skip. Jesus, this sounds like crazy talk to me. I know. It's insane. So I will reach out to Len Testa and uh, Fred to see if we can get an explanation. Oh, I mean, I can I can explain it without even needing all that other bullshit. Right, but I'd like so, to hear what they – well, it's interesting. They this, do predict wait times in the parks and crowd levels. Right. So this is, um, But this is what I'm going to tell Epcot Bar Crawl as my explanation. Disney does this for free. Skipper Dick Richie exclusive. Disney does this for free on their webpage, and they don't need all this other bullshit because they have the actual numbers coming in 
as it happened and they refresh it as often as humanly possible. So what these guys are doing is ignoring the simplicity of an actual answer and spending way too much time and money using GBMs, whatever the fuck that is, to try and predict what wait times are going to be. The other part with the uh, whole thing about like part capacity, that's also super easy to do. But you don't need all this other like spreadsheets and crap to look at it. All you have to do, all you have to do is look at hotel availability. If the Disneyland or Disney or Walt Disney World hotels are sold out or close to sold out, or if they're like obscenely priced because they're so booked up, then it's going to be busy. If there's tons of rooms and they're giving them away, it's going to be slow. It's that easy. I don't need GBM. I just need common sense. Have a nice day. Wow. That's Skipper Dick. Right. Mic drop. Yeah. Yep. He's not a fan of the technology. Apparently. No, I love technology. I just think that, you know, I mean, you know, I'm going to use I'm going to use a reference. Like they sell Bic lighters that are like the solid color plastic that you can't see into, and you don't know when that fucking lighter is going to be out of fluid, or you can buy the Bic lighter that has the translucent plastic where you can actually see how much uh, lighter fluid is in there. And when the lighter fluid's empty, it's empty. You don't need something to like try to predict when it's going to be empty. And it's the same thing <laughs> with this. Like Disney tells you, like, hey, shit, these rides are super busy today. Don't ride Well, I think it. it's like for tomorrow, Skip. Well, and that's fine. If you want to know what the park availability is going to be, you just have to look at the hotel availability. If the Disneyland or Disney or Walt Disney World hotels are sold out, that shit's going to be the parks are going to be busy. If they're not and they're giving away the rooms or at least, you know, discounted in the world of Disney, then it's going to be not be busy. And you yeah. move on. And you move on with your life. I wonder. We'll see. I'll, I'll see if we can get uh, no, no, a, I'm all, a response I'm all for it. Let's get these guys from out. touring plans, uh, Len Testa or Fred, Sounds the good. Disney stats guy. Um, um, Outer Rim Jim would like to know, oh, is there any truth? that this is the new sponsor for hashtag SR boner segment. And is it also the latest Walt Disney world transportation add on? It's also, it's like a car that's made of a pineapple. Yeah. Well, if the other one is a mini van, what would this thing be called? A Lapu. A luxury Lapu. Lapu lift. That sounds great. Lapu lift. Yes. Lapu lift. It's uh, five dollars um, less than a minivan, by the way. It's yeah, lap lift. <laughs> lift. It yeah. also smells like body odor. Actually, shouldn't be the other way around. Like, like Rhiannon talks about getting the without the pineapple is four dollars less. So, <laughs> would a minivan be four dollars less because it doesn't have the pineapple? There. I'm ready to answer the next one, Brian. Brian Dean. Brian Dean, the Tower Guy Ten, charging back in with a second one. What was the last attraction built without an IP at Walt Disney World? And when will the next one come? I, I've got both those answers right now. All right. It's the Seven Dwarfs Mine, Mining was the last one. And the next one is the Mickey Mouse attraction that they just quote Greg Louie ride for. Well, I think that would be considered internet IP. Mickey Mouse is IP? Yeah, like I think Expedition Everest is the last one that was uh, not. Mickey yeah. Mouse is not an – Mickey Mouse was uh, – Disney is an IP. Yeah, they own themselves. That's like saying like right. – you're an IP. Different interpretations of the question. I think he yeah. means like I'm going to side with Drunko on this one. That's fine. Yeah. Haunted Mansion, Big Thunder Mountain, Dy- Countdown so to Extinction. Wait, but those are all things created by Disney, right? Right. Much like Mickey Mouse 
was created by Disney. Yeah, this is something that's no. created for Disney the park. Didn't build the ride itself. Disney. They didn't make. They didn't create Mickey Mouse specifically for this ride. That's what we're talking about. A ride that... They also didn't build that, Everest. That mountain was there well before we... Oh, my God. <laughs> Moving on. Next, please. So, Expedition Everest is the answer to that. All right, I don't know. Uh, but it's okay. When's the next one? Oh, God. Probably... Ne- only when they Never. open parks. With the exception of Everest, it seems like the only time they do non-IP rides is when they open new parks. Um... Speaking of IPs, Mr. Monkey, who's now Mr. Sea Monkey for some reason. Yeah, oh, I know, I know why. Because right. monkeys. Because of our Sea Monkey yeah. conversation. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Monkey. It's very topical. What other IPs would you like to see added to Animal Kingdom besides Indiana Jones? I hear Jungle Book a lot. People really would love to see a Jungle Book rock. Yeah. I love Jungle Book. It's okay. None. My answer is none. I don't see any IPs added to Animal Kingdom. New stories about adventure. Like I love how they made, um, like at at the water park. Oh, I take it, take it back. Misadventure Falls is the most recent non-IP attraction. Um, they created a new character in the like SEA universe, the uh, Society of Explorers and Adventurers. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Miss uh, Mary Oceaneer. So I want that. I want more unique Disney Imagineer created stories. No IPs at Animal Kingdom. Let's make Pandora the final. Hey, you know what? You skipped one. Which one did I skip? Uh, Amen, who said thoughts on what we should call. And uh, it was an Atlanta Falcons hot dog. That... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that my latest, it doesn't show up. But go ahead and finish it. So there's a new Atlanta Falcons game hot dog, which doesn't really have anything to do with Disney, but, you know, it's kind of sour boner-ish because of the hot dog. And what this is, is it's a wiener inside a Long John donut that has bacon jam and a Swiss cheese sauce. And uh, I, I, I came up with a name for it. Let's hear it. Uh, the Come Along Cruller. <laughs> Ask come along cooler. Right. Today. Cooler? Cooler. Yeah. Uh, well, it's spelled, it's spelled C-U-M, Cruller. and cooler is a type of do- uh, donut. So. You mean cruller. Uh, sure, however you want to pronounce it. That sounds fine. It's not how I want to pronounce it. It's how the world wants to pronounce it. Uh, I've never heard it pronounced like that before, but that sounds fine. Whatever you want to say. That sounds great. Cruller. A come along cruller. I... Almost don't want to ask this question for obvious reasons. You'll see in a second. Brian Lamas wants to know, do you think there's any chance Disney's just going to leave Hall of Presidents closed indefinitely? I'm fine with that. Let's do that. Yes. Please do. I think they're going to say like, oh my gosh, we accidentally forgot how to turn it on for two and a half, three and a half years. Whoops. And then they'll, they'll magically work again in about four years. So yeah, no, they're sure. gonna, it's going to, it's going to eventually open. I don't know. I feel like after this week, and sorry, SKY28 yeah. or whoever you are that didn't want to hear politics, fuck that guy. After this week, that guy can suck a dick even Seriously. more than he's ever sucked suck a dick before. Sorry, suck not dick. sorry. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, man. If you don't want to hear politics, this is not the show to listen to sometimes. 
And uh, yeah. this week is definitely not the week to uh, to listen because that guy I is just an don't... asshole. Like, yeah. I would actually be more disappointed with Disney than I've ever been before if they did go ahead with adding that fucking white supremacist asshole to the Magic Kingdom. What if, I mean, what are the, the thing is, if and when they do reopen it, they have to put him in. No, they don't. Yes, you do. They you don't. don't have to have him speak, but you have to add him as one of the presidents. If you're going to have a hall of presidents, you have well, to Well, they could save it. themselves a lot of money by not finishing his face and just putting a white hood over it. Yeah, just right. Put, just put, the put him in the hood over any the shade. Like, they can yeah, just take same. any animatronic they want, throw it in the back yeah. somewhere. Actually, yeah, and just, you know, they don't even need to have him sit. Like, I want him sitting down in the back, like, in the corner, wearing a dunce hat. Like, they could just say they put a dunce hat on him <laughs> and not yeah. the hood and have him facing a back corner with nothing. Same shape. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Well, so you can see why uh, it was a bad idea to, uh, to ask this SR boner. But <laughs> I don't – I do not think they're going to go – they're going to reopen it, in my opinion. How it will happen, how it will go down, is that's going to be a mess. But I think it will reopen. They're just going to reopen it one day and not say a word, and just have it be open. <laughs> what did we open that? No, no. Final ass sour boner of the night. Oh, it comes God. from the hashtag family, written by Mrs. Drunk at Disney herself. Oh, I love Mrs. Drunk. Skipper Dick Ritchie is one of her his oldest friends, not by age, but by length of time. <laughs> awesome. Mrs. Deity has a question. What's the possibility of Skipper Dick Ritchie heading to the hashtag family three o'clock parade outing in Coconut Point asking for a friend? We have a room. Um, unfortunately, it's pretty low. Yes. Uh, mostly. <laughs> yes. Uh, mostly That's because... not how I meant it. Stop twisting <laughs> my words. That's exactly what you said. But I, it I, really is. Right? Yes. Yeah, I'm so I hear My wife's really good male friend isn't going to be here. with sugar on top and a cherry. Oh, my God. No, trust me. I would... I would if, if there was any way I could be there, I promise you I would. Um, we would have so much fun. There's a pouty lip coming out. Aww. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, if, if I could make it, I would. But with my parents be like, my parents get here on basically a week from today. And I've scheduled my days off around and vacation time around them being here. So not only would I need to suddenly have plane tickets to fly out there, but I would also <laughs> need the pilot. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, I think I know that's a pilot. Right? Yeah, yeah. If I can get a pilot that would, uh, you know, figure out a way to get out there. But I'd also, I mean, there's a lot going on this weekend that I just, I'd have to go in sick and there's a stupid work ethic thing. Do you have a wedding to go oh. to? Damn. No, I don't, no, I wouldn't lie to you like that. I would just be honest and be lie. like. I didn't lie either, you son of a bitch. I would just be honest and be like, I can't go. I would love to see you, but I can't go. That's my answer. Not, I've got other things that I'd rather do than hang out with you. You son of a bitch. You're the, I, I'm not. I, nothing in that statement was a lie. Nothing in mine was a lie. I didn't say you lied. I'm just saying that that's what you said. I paraphrased what you told me. That I have to go to a wedding. I would rather hang out with somebody else than you. 
Hey, I'm going to be in the state that you live in. I'm going to substitute down margaritas with somebody else instead of you. Did you hear that, Skip? No, what did she say? Come here. You got to say it again. I promise upside down margaritas and I won't lose my teeth this time. Oh, well, ouch. I mean, you can use your teeth. I'm fine with that. <laughs> what the hell is happening? The same thing that's oh, always no. happening, my friend. You know, I, I mean, I tend to flirt with everybody, but I flirt a lot with Mrs. D&D. But you don't have anything to worry about because we need somebody to run the camera. Oh, you son of a <laughs> Yeah. What are you saying ooh to? I was freaking out. Let's quick, quick, play the music. It's Fantasy Football League update time with 3 o'clock parade beat reporter Colin for the 3 o'clock parade Rum Runners Fantasy Football League on ESPN 8 The Ocho. This is 3 o'clock beat reporter Colin starting on live towards the F-Terminal in Philadelphia been spending a little time scouting out uh, Team Chargers at uh, Zimmerpedia's house and ready to fly With me today live is the uh, commissioner of the Rumbers Fantasy Football League, Mr. J.R. Toastybun. Hey, Colin, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. No problem. A quick update today. We've got a few uh, newsworthy uh, breaking news exclusives, as uh, our host likes to say. Exclusive. <laughs> God, how does he think that sounds good? All right. Um, first of all, this is a for fun league that may involve some uh, compensation, uh, entry fee, and if you will. And uh, the prize structure has been modified a little. Can you explain to us what exactly we're playing for, sir? Uh, I sure can. Rather than doing cash, although everybody's going to pay some cash in, uh, that all that cash is going to go to custom-made leather and metal WWE-style championship belt that would be engraved with a custom design and the name of the winner that the winner will get to hang on to for the year and lord over the parts as he or she wishes. I think I think you're understating the fact that this is a <laughs> legit no-shit, like, could-be-used-for-WrestleMania expensive ass freaking awesome looking wrestling belt like the stanley cup that will be taken everywhere you go it may actually come with its own security that is absolutely right this is this is no joke it is leather and metal not like some you know plastic stamp nonsense uh it it is not cheap but it will be well worth it because it's going to be freaking awesome and uh, we're not a dictatorship here i'm understand there was a vote about what the prize should be and what was the results of the vote i believe it was overwhelmingly in favor of of the belt i don't know if anybody that voted voted for cash yeah on uh, by overwhelmingly in favor it was unanimous uh, we're yeah. very 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 excited there'll be pictures of the belt the design is in progress um, we're still working out when it will be ordered and presented and all that. But uh, much like uh, living the dream, the belt may or may not make a tour prior to the first winner, or maybe not. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how fancy it is once we get it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, in breaking other uh, breaking news exclusives, we uh, do we have an update on the draft order for the uh, twelve teams? Yeah, I'm going to do the draft order. This Sun, or I'm sorry, this Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern, it'll be live streamed on Facebook and Twitter. But what I'm going to do, I have got a uh, a little 
Boston Terrier at home. She's a hungry little beast. She loves treats. She begs nonstop for food. Uh, literally, the first time I get in the house, I, I can't do anything until I feed her. And then if I leave the room for any period of time, she begs again because she believes that any time she sees me, she's entitled to a new treat. So she loves food. She loves treats. So we're going to let her decide. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to assign everybody in the league a treat. I'm going to lay those treats out. I'm going to unleash Maddie. And whatever order she eats these treats in, that's going to be the order that you get to draft. And this, so, will, this should be broadcast live on the uh, 3 o'clock radio Facebook page as well as the uh, 3 o'clock radio live Twitter stream, correct? That is correct. Does that your, is correct. Does your dog have a favorite football team? Uh, she does. It's the Chiefs. There's Oh, ouch. <laughs> there, uh, there's been some talk about doctoring of the treats. Will the treats be uh, untainted with no performance-enhancing drugs? They will indeed. I, I uh, will make sure that there are impartial observers to, uh, to, to ensure the fairness of the process. I love, I love this and, idea. And it, and it should be noted, too, I'm actually going to run a um, – I, I will randomize who gets which treat, too. So there, there can be no suggestion of, of unfair play on my part. So with uh, Safari Mike's uh, assassination attempt on your dog requesting a s'mores-based treat – will not your dog will be eating no chocolate and there'll be no animals harmed in this process no although mike might get dinged for for the attempt on my dog's life like maybe a half to the a, extent that there's he gets half a treat or something yeah yeah it'll be it'll be less appetizing for sure i can guarantee you that <laughs> dip it <laughs> dip it in rubbing alcohol yeah but you didn't hear that from me right great awesome so that will be saturday this saturday which is the uh what day is saturday uh, the 19th, 19th at 1 p.m. Eastern. It's actually Saturday shaping up to be a big day for live streaming because actually in the last piece of breaking news we have, I understand the uh, Bellow Street Brawlers, the uh, Crimson Tide Dan, uh, Drunk at Disney, Professor Daniel Miller team, is having, uh, they've called the media now. There's actually going to be several uh, national and local media outlets for a special press conference live from the Coconut Point uh, Hyatt in Coconut Point, Florida. I have heard rumblings about this myself, and as, as commissioner, I'm very interested to see what they have to say. I'm a straight-up newsman, so I have no idea what they have planned. I just know I got an official press release invite in the mail, and I will be, uh, be there in person. Uh, we, I, haven't known, I don't know if they're going to broadcast it live or if they will uh, be uh, videoed later. But the, uh, the draft order will definitely be live in the 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. Uh, subject to change, of course, if it changes, we'll post it on all the uh, various outlets. Awesome. Well, thanks for, thanks for being here today, Jamie. We appreciate it. We're looking forward to your, uh, your special event Saturday. Yeah, I'm happy to. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, and Oh, the last piece of news we have is uh, Bay Lake Spence is uh, considering changing his name to uh, the Bacon Bitchers, because all he does is bitch. <laughs> anyway, we're out. Live. Talk to you next week. All right. Take care. Rhiannon, how do you feel about uh, foregoing cash for a large wrestling belt? About as good as I feel about doing theme park bachelorette. Oh, wow. Oh. Strong. Damn it. I actually missed it a lot.
<laughs> um, that is true. So one o'clock, he's going to do the draft order on there. But then also, we do have a press conference coming. Uh, Bell Street Brawlers, big news coming up this weekend. Which brings us to the final thoughts for this week's show. Skipper Richie, do you have any final thoughts before we go off? Um, I am going to keep drinking. Um, there's a place around the corner that does a uh, wings and beers on Wednesday night, so I might end up being there. Uh, I doubt anybody's in San Diego, but if you are and you want to hang out, and you're not going to hear this till after, I'm probably already back and publishes. <laughs> so either way, have a great night. <laughs> Rhiannon, anything you have to say other than you're excited to see me this weekend? So something just whoa, came up. Whoa. Can't make it this weekend. Yes. Are you coming to San Diego? It would be so much fun. I don't know. Oh, damn it. Well, well. Anyway, we will. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Stay tuned this weekend for some breaking news. Uh, brought by uh, press conference and the uh, 3 o'clock parade, Rum Runners Fantasy Football League draft. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
Thank <laughs> you. 